Well, good morning, football fans, and welcome to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by Adams Mora Hospital, with breakfast her- served here at the West End Restaurant. Uh, other sponsors are Mind's Eye Graphics, Adams Woodcrest, and Graber Insurance. Uh, I've had some people ask questions about uh, where are you really at? Well, we are sitting in the uh, lovely confines of the West End Restaurant here on Monroe Street Indicator. Um, they are serving us breakfast, and officially Adams Memorial is still our host. Last night in area football games, DeKalb defeated Belmont 40-13. to East Noble defeated New Haven 24-13. to Leo took out Columbia City 21-7. Norwell defeated Huntington North 30-14. to Bluffton took on Prairie Heights in the game that uh, both teams had to switch and had about a day to figure out uh, who they were going to play. So Bluffton defeated Prairie Heights 64-13. to South Adams took out Woodland last night in our game of the week, and the final on that score was, uh, and that game was 61-6. to Area games out of Fort Wayne, Carroll 24, Concordia 14, Bishop Lures 41, Southside 27, Northrop 28, Northside 7. Bishop Doinger come from behind and win 17 to 7 over Snyder. Homestead over Wayne 42 to 12. Um, Angola defeated Garrett 42 to 7. Cherubusco defeated West Noble um, 29 to 6. Eastside defeated Central Noble 42 to 7. Uh, Northfield defeated uh, Whitco 34 to 7. Northwood 22, Warsaw 21, and Mishawaka defeated Wawasee 42 to 7. And with that, I'm going to send it back to studio. Steve Rouse running, ab- I'm sorry, Steve Gagel running board for me as he does every Saturday morning in between his oldies songs that he plays. And we'll be back with uh, Coach Michael Mosier of the Adam Central Flying Jets right after these messages. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you'll always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 250. One East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Our dedicated professional staff can move your sorta idea into print reality. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 West Commerce Drive, Decatur. And I know how sometimes you know what your screen printing should look like, but well, how do you get that image on a shirt or a blanket or a towel? Here at Mind's Eye Graphics, we make your idea real. Stop and talk to one of our staff, because if you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. 
Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. And I'm now joined on the phone by a coach of the Adams Central Flying Jets, Michael Mosier. And, Michael, we've talked about this all season long, about uh, how uh, structured you are and how much care and uh, effort you put into not infecting your team. And it gets into school, and, and you're into the COVID for 2020. And uh, just walk us through how your week went a little bit, Michael, and uh, how it was all kind of played out for you. Well, yeah, it was it was it was really tough. Um, you know, we practiced all week preparing for Bluffton, uh, and then Thursday around noon, we hear that we're going to go uh, uh, virtual because of not necessarily because of of the I guess you could say the spread of COVID. We haven't had too many COVID cases, but it's the contact tracing. You know, as you have kids have COVID, and then you start tracing it out, and you have to remove kids because of all the requirements. Uh, on schools, you know, you have 80 plus kids out, and I think it's, uh, you know, it's a smart decision uh, to be able just to go virtual. We can just to kind of slow the case down and and get kids away from each other and, and continue to keep school. Um, so I knew that about noon, and then um, I, I was also told that we're going to continue, you know, to do athletics. Athletics is going to continue on, but we're just going to 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 separate the kids and then. It was about three o'clock where I heard that we weren't going to have the game. So it was a, it was a kind of a big shock to, to all of our, our systems. We were, we were expecting to play and, and then the decision came, uh, late to, to finally say, no, we're not going to. I think it was a, a mix between, uh, really the two school systems. What is the right thing to do? Um, you know, I, I obviously I did not uh, agree with that decision. Our kids didn't agree with the decision because all of us were healthy and we were ready to go. But you know, what do you do? It's it, it's COVID nineteen. You got to you got to follow protocols and um, and it and it just came down the way it is. Um, my my feeling is, and I and I feel pretty confident uh, that we'll be practicing on Monday and we'll be playing Woodland. So. Uh, hopefully that uh, this is just uh, one little hiccup for us. We we hope. Uh, we know that that could not be the case. You know, it, it, we we are very much aware that that we we could be done. You know, you just you just don't know. It's it's one of those uh, frustrating things about the season that you know I am not the only coach that has to deal with this. We all do. Uh, there's been teams you know uh, all year that have been dealing with this. Um, you know, I, I, I think as we go, go through here, we've been pretty, pretty, pretty blessed to have, you know, seven games, you know, and we were able to fill, uh, two games that, uh, that we, that we had lost. So we were pretty, uh, pretty happy about that. Um, but we're still wanting to finish the season like everybody else. So it is, it is tough. It was, it was really, um, hard to deal with. Um, we, we didn't want to see that happen. Our kids were really disappointed. I know Bluffton was disappointed, but you know, those are the decisions in life, you know, and I, I, I tried as best as I could to explain, uh, and I have to, I have to preach to myself that, you know, life is not about always doing what you, you want or getting your way. You're going to have to learn to deal with disappointment. And, uh, you know, we all do all, all, is, all, all, all of us creatures on God's green earth have to deal with disappointment. And, uh, you know, football is a game that we love. We love to play it. We know it's just a game. And, and I think we have to uh, realize that disappointments come, and, and now we've got to go on. So we've got to press the reset button again, and, and here we go. So 
uh, we'll see how this goes. Well, as as uh, you've had to reschedule several times throughout the season, uh, uh, put yourself in the position of the two coaches of the teams that yeah. uh, your your two teams were supposed to, supposed to play, and it made a good right. swap, and they were able to uh, convert and uh, able to make that up in a day and a half and uh, get to uh, play each other. So they did not lose a game. And I was talking on the air with Dave Nathan last night. He said there was a game that was actually worse than that, where on like on a Friday afternoon at 1 o'clock, uh, two teams uh, were told that they could not play, and uh, they swapped teams. And so, and I mean, if you have a week to prepare for another team you're going to play, what do you do yeah. in like about two hours? It, it takes wow. longer than that to load the equipment bus, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it really does. It, it's it's just it's just strange. I can't I can't imagine. I'm I'm fortunate. You know, we we're fortunate we didn't have to do that, but but we would have. You know, and it would have been interesting. I think you just uh, you go, you play, uh, you you make adjustments throughout the game. I mean, it, it really is uh, a middle school game in a lot of ways. You know, you don't you don't scout the other team. You just go, show up, and run your plays, and they run yours, and you try to adjust. And I think that's exactly what what happens. It's a unique situation, um, but it's it, it's what we have. And you know, I, I I'm glad that Bluffton was able to pick up the game. That's uh, that's that's really good for them as they prepare for um, the the postseason. And I know the beginning of the season when Southern Wells decided not to play a varsity program, uh, yeah. the ACAC schools started into that hunt. Now, um, yeah. you know, Coach Mosier, the other Coach Mosier, is uh, faced with a point: do you do you play an extra game? Do you try and go find a game for that off week? Right now, they don't have a game in there, or. Do you do like right. you guys do and kind of focus towards, okay, do we, we're going to take this last game and you'll focus on your sectional. I mean, if you had to miss a last yeah. game and you want to prepare for sectional, maybe week nine is the week you miss. I don't know. But uh, as a coach, yeah. you want to play every week, of course. But like you said, so you make contact with somebody in your week nine game and then they cancel you and, and you lose your opportunity uh, to advance into the sectional. So uh, with this yeah. season being as screwed up as it has been, I don't know if records mean anything because – you know, teams yeah. <laughs> have teams have played half their games. Some played all their games. Some yep. played have yep. missed ones in the middle. So, and they haven't played their regular schedule versus uh, regular opponents and classes. Right. It, it's just so screwed up. I don't know if it really makes a difference to anybody if you play all your games or not. Does it, Coach? I don't think so. Not in not in this season. Um, you know, we we just you know you just you just. We at least got to practice all week. I mean, that, that was a plus. So we, we were able to do all of that. We were able to fight too. Uh, we're able to heal up a little bit. We know we still have, uh, Alex Curry that is out that, uh, you know, still has a high ankle sprain from the South Adams game. So he was not going to play, uh, on, uh, on Friday. So it just gives him another opportunity to heal up and for us to heal up. And, and so it's not, it's not a, it's not a terrible thing. You know, it's not the worst peak in the world. And teams are dealing with it, so you know you just you just go on and you move on, and uh, you just keep playing another week. So we're we're now going to focus on this this last week. We know we have Woodland on Friday. Uh, we're going to you know hope and pray that 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 we can finish that up and get to the postseason. And and you know Rex, I, I don't know what the postseason is going to look like. You know, there's still a lot of <laughs> questions there. You know, you could have a you could you could seriously have a sectional champion that never played a sectional game. I mean, can you imagine a situation like that? Well, you know, so I, know I, I don't. Yeah. I know that your sectional yeah. already has a buy in it because of Southern Wells pulling out. So I mean, that's that's one yeah. of those games that uh, just 
you think, okay, there's a there's an extra buy there, and there could be another one. And like you said, somebody could uh, get a COVID uh, quarantine and uh, not play, and you could have multiple teams in that in that sectional. And uh, it's like if if the team that uh, wins a sectional gets a COVID quarantine after the sectional, who do you pull to send in the regional? The team they beat, yeah, the second I team, the know. third. I yeah. mean, the IHSAA yeah. is going to have to deal with that, and it's it's something oh, they've wow. never had to think about. But it could happen very easily. Right. I, I do think that, that teams will try their hardest more than they did. It, you know, they'll, they'll jump through a lot more hoops to try to finish the season. We'll see. But then there's, there may be some hoops that you just, you know, you can't jump through any. You gotta, you gotta close. So we know if, if the pattern is there, we know that there'll be teams that have to force it. There, there will be. You know, I, I, I pray that there isn't. I pray that everything goes well and that we're going to be okay. But, again, we don't, we don't know. But you are right. I, I don't know how the IHSA is going to, is going to fill it out. Um, it, it, it's going to be a, a weekly thing. We have the draw. We know how that draw is. But it could change. Just like, you know, I'm going, I'm going you know, uh, ready for, for practice on Thursday, thinking we're going to practice Thursday and have a game, and boom, in one, one moment, a decision comes down and everything changes. And and that's really how we're living right now. It, it, it really is. Uh, I'd be lying if I would say it's not stressful because it is. Because, you know, I, I really, every coach does this. We, we're not, I'm not concerned about myself. Our, our staff's not concerned about us. We want these kids to play. You know, we are their advocates. Uh, we, we love them to death. We want this for them. And that's what's stressful is you can't control anything you know you, you are any any one second you're fine the other one you're not so it, it really is a stressful thing to keep every all the protocols in place trying to do everything right keeping your kids healthy and it still may not be that way and 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 that's i think where where i was on thursday you know and i was when i heard the news i was not happy i was i was pretty upset and it's it's not a selfish thing. It's a, it's really a, um, you know, I, I'm really, it's a kid thing. I want these kids so bad to be able to, to finish this out, especially our seniors. You know, for me, you know, God willing, I, you know, I can go on for many years, you know, if I have to quit the season, okay, I got, you know, I'll pick up next year, but these seniors, this is what they, you know, this is what they have. This is a big moment in their life. And I think that's why we're so, so adamant about getting this done and wanting it done for them. And it, it really is about them. Well, we did see, you know, in the spring sports uh, that just got all yeah. canceled altogether. And, and the yeah. HSAA cancels something as big to Indiana as high school boys basketball, canceling a whole tournament. Yeah. You know, they won't think think twice about canceling everything else. And oh, it, right. we, we've seen oh, it happen. Right. Um, I think that yeah. uh, the governor of the state has made comments that said that uh, when it first hit in the spring, they just threw a blanket over everything, canceled everything. And they, they felt that yeah. it was hasty, but they did what they had to do, and they were going to do it more uh, refined and a little more intelligently. So this year when they start up, yeah. uh, the schools, the sports that had less contact, the cross countries, the golf, those kind of things, where you can keep some social distancing now. 
Football, right. you're making contact. Wrestling, where it's direct contact. Those things yeah. are ones they're really going to watch close for it. And like I said, these kids uh, in the spring, they lost their senior season. So if you're a baseball player yeah. and you're looking for your big senior year and you're looking for yeah. a, 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 per, you know, a nice scholarship or something, that season is just gone. And I understand what you're talking about for your seniors and your football oh, team. And, and they have to understand because – they knew their teammates, their schoolmates that had happened to them in the spring sports last year. Yeah, and we have to consider. You know, we are we are being careful about COVID. Yes, I have you know no problem with that. However, we also need to take care of our of our men, mental state as well for these kids. It's a big deal. You know, it is it is huge for these kids right now. I as a teacher, as a coach, you know that's what my concern is. You know, I'm not really I'm not I'm. I hate to say this, but you know, COVID is not my biggest concern. It really is the mental well-being of these kids, and I think that's something that we we somehow put on the back burner and realize how important for these kids are to to, to live life and 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 live life as normal as possible. And, and COVID throws a, a big wrench into that. And sometimes we put so much focus on that and not enough focus on let's let's try to get through this. And I think we tried to do that so far. I think administration and health officials have at least at least allowed us to go through this. We've 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 gotten this far. If we can continue to do this, I, I hope that we can finish it. And for these kids, uh, it it will be a great accomplishment to finish out this season and and keep our mental state healthy for sure. And and I don't want this to just be a sports show, but I'm, I'm going to take talk about the concerns of COVID actually because people try and like to slough yeah. it off and think that it's overrated and it's not as bad as it is. But yeah. I work with two people that just came back to work this past week after being off for three weeks with it, and they both said that they wouldn't yeah. worship it on their worst enemy because it was not fun. It was, I know. It's a ter- yeah. terrible thing. I mean, it's it affects people differently. Some people gets, they yep. really get knocked down. Some people don't. But don't brush it off and say, yeah. oh, they, they canceled this because of COVID, and it's it shouldn't be that way. Well, i tell you what. People right. died from it, and football and sports are one little part of life, and, and if you right. don't discount it over something else. So the officials I, do what they have I to agree. do, so they, they keep yep. in mind the health and safety of everyone. So. Yeah, and I and I agree with that too. And, and and you know, I go back and forth on it because it's just it's crazy. But you are right, and and we it is it is a sickness. We got to be careful with it, and yet at the same time, live life through it. And it, it's a, it's a tricky situation. It, it is really tricky. I don't have the answers, Rex. They aren't asking me, so I'm just trying to deal with it as best as I can. Well, Michael, uh, we wish you luck in your game against Wooden next week. Uh, who did you draw first round of sectional? I forget. We got Fremont. We got okay. Fremont. So, so we, that... we drew Fremont. We're going to go up to Fremont. We put. It's interesting because when we lost the Belmont game, that's who we picked up. So uh, here we are starting with Fremont, and here we're starting with Fremont again for the postseason. So it's an interesting uh, twist for us. All right. Well, we wish you luck next week, and uh, keep your team healthy and All safe, right. and uh, we will talk to you next Saturday morning then. Yep. Sounds good, Rex. Thank you. That's been Coach Michael Mosier of the Adam Central Flying Jets. We'll be back with uh, Nick Hall, who has just recently finished his uh, order of biscuits and gravy here at the West End Restaurant. We'll be back with more football talk right after this. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, who couldn't use a little more comfort? 
Hi, this is Kent at Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. As a local auto owner's independent agency, we are dedicated to assisting you in your time of need. We live and work right in your community, and we're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Fortunately, emergencies don't happen every day. But when they do, we're here to personally see you through for life, home, car, and business insurance. Call us, your local independent auto owner's agent, today. See me, Mark, Toby, or Barb at Grayburn Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn, and North 13th Street in Decatur. Another groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital. Your medical story at your fingertips. You can communicate with your doctor, manage your appointments, request prescription refills, access your test results, and view your doctor's comments. To sign up for my chart, ask your doctor or patient registration at Adams Memorial Hospital. For more information, go to adams.mychartcc.com. Thank you for making West End Restaurant Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating Adams County High School Coaches Show, hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital with breakfast served here at the West End Restaurant. Mind's Eye Graphics, another sponsor, Adams Woodcrest and Graber Insurance. And now I'm joined by the coach of the Belmont Braves, Nick Hall. And uh, Nick, after uh, talking with uh, Coach Michael Mosier, I mean, there's enough to talk about when it comes to this crazy season that uh, you don't have to play a football game on Friday night to have something to talk about. And, uh, you understand where he's at. You lived through that for the first two weeks of the season, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, the first two weeks of the season were pretty crazy. Um, I got the job. <laughs> and then pretty much three weeks later, they're saying we're not playing. So, yeah, um, like Mosier said, it, it can happen at any time. I mean, would they find out on Tuesday? Yeah. That they weren't playing Friday. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday they were playing Friday. <laughs> and then, I mean, you could get the you could get the call Friday on your way to the game, yeah. saying, "Hey, you might not be playing." Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty crazy the how the season's going right now with all the COVID stuff. Um, you've you've managed you managed to get through your early start of the season. You uh, a young coach starting off trying to get things back in line. You play in a really tough conference. I know this season hasn't went the way you wanted it to with, with wins and losses, but uh, has your team progressed at the at the level that you th- hoped that they would when you started the position? Yeah, I mean, I think each week we're getting better. I mean, um, Joe Laughlin at running back, he's really came out of his shell and he's really running hard. I mean, he's had 120-something yards the last two games. Um, but yeah, as a team, I think we are progressing in the right direction. Um, I Like I've been telling the coaches, I wish I would have had them in the summer and the first yeah. two weeks. I think we'd be a completely different team. Um, but like I've told the kids – I'm trying – I want you guys to perfect an offense that takes two to three years of perfecting two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, do I expect them to go out there and play perfect every time? No, but I expect them to go out there and play hard every play, every game, and that's what they're doing. Right now we're just a little out, man. <laughs> and and so. I, th- I think that you are limited with the resources you have. 
I mean, if you're in the small school in the conference in the NEA, mm-hmm. uh, you don't have 3,000 people to draw from. Um, it is what it is, but you're going you're gonna to do what you need to do to get there. And, I mean, you, you're going to have to sell those kids and you're going to have to sell a community that football is something that people want to do in, in Adams County and in the northern half of Adams County and, and bring fo- Belmont back to a football team, I mean, a football school. And that's, it's, a, it's not an easy job. You know, I had conversations with Coach Davis all last, last season, and it's like, I mean, you, there's things you can do and there's things that are out of your control, but uh, you're going to take the advantages you can and then get to where you need to be. Sure, yeah. I mean, we just got to show the kids, I think right now in Belmont, you know, football's fun. Football's a fun sport. Um, it's a very rewarding sport. And the the people in Decatur, you know, they do support sports really well. They do support Belmont football really well. Um, but we just got to, you know, it's hard to support a team that when you're not winning the games like that, but we just got to show them we're getting better each week, getting kids out there to play. Um, like we talked way, I don't know, what, four or five weeks ago, we need to start, you know, lower levels, elementary, middle school, stuff like that. Right now our middle school teams are doing decently well. I think mean, our seventh grade teams, like 3-1, and 4-1, one, one, they're playing for third and fourth in, in the conference this, this year. So, um that's encouraging. We have some we have some kids that really want to play coming up through. So, um, I mean, I think this fall we're going to or next fall we're going to start a flag football league, you know, for K through four. Um, get some of those other kids out there and get them interested in the program. And we I have people that are reaching out that want to help with the program and stuff like that. So that's definitely encouraging. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's people that want to help. There's people that want to you know play. And we doubled our numbers from day one to now, um, player wise. So. Um, I think it's hopefully it should get better from here. So well, it's it's one of those things that when when your group of uh, teammates and yourself were state champions, I mean that's been a few years ago, and now the kids that were young at that time that saw that glory team, you know they've all moved on, and now you're you're looking for that next group of kids, and you want them to see something about football that's enticing, that's going to bring them into the sport, and it, it's kind of disadvantaged because. What they have seen over the past few years is not that state championship team, and it's like you're going to have to be really uh, creative on how to excite them into getting that mood back into the community. Yeah, the kids that are playing now, they had no idea that we were even on the state team. So, um, <laughs> But that's funny you brought that up. We had They couple, said, Coach, you used to play football in high school? <laughs> we had a couple of kids that came across our highlight tape <laughs> last week or whatever it was, and they were pretty pumped about that. We watched it as a team the other night because they wanted to watch it, and they were pretty pumped watching it and whatnot. But, yeah, I mean, these kids, back when we played, they how old were they? Well, what, what were was they it, born? 11 years ago? Yeah, so they were, what, five, six, seven? Yeah, so, yeah like I mean, that. they weren't very old, so I mean, they had no idea what was going on. They're still playing with G.I. Joes and Barbie dolls, yeah. so. Yeah, so, I mean, I mean, growing up watching Belmont football, go through middle school and whatnot, elementary school, I mean, I mean, the best team we've had was 15. So, I mean, they how old were they then? I mean, they were seventh grade, sixth yeah. grade, something like that. So, I mean, recently they've been watching teams that have won one, two games maybe. So, I mean, they haven't really seen the success in the program. So, they, they haven't seen where it was. They've only seen where it is now. So I, I showed my age. I, I said the word G.I. Joe's, and Grant Moser looked at me like, what's a G.I. Joe over there? I mean, video, video games and, and uh, TV is something that uh, – has been uh, ingrained into the, our youth now, but uh, 
getting them out and active is is the real chore. I mean, and that's just not in football. That's every sport. I mean, the the numbers in sports are down uh, in every sport due to the fact that uh, this generation may not be like our generation or my generation, your generation, probably different. But um, when I was a kid, the first thing you did in the morning in the summertime is you went outside and you started playing something. You played football, you played baseball, you did something, and you were always outside. It's a different world today, and I understand that, and it, it takes a different kind of a coach to motivate those kids to be involved in things today differently than it was 40 years ago. Sure. I mean, back when we were, even when I was in high school or middle school or whatever, I mean, we didn't sit inside playing video games all day. I mean, some kids do that now. You know, it's great, whatever. Um, but they got to realize if they want to compete at a high level of Belmont football, they need to get to lifting. They need to get to this workout, that workout. And not even just football, but wrestling, yeah, basketball, baseball. I mean, you can't sit around and, in our conference and decide to show up on Friday night or and think they're going to compete. I mean, there's these kids that are in our conference. Are, I mean, they're, they're working out all year. I mean, these are two-sport athletes at Columbia City or one-sport athletes at East Noble. I mean, they're not playing multiple sports like they have to at Belmont. But, yeah. So. So in your game last night, you, you mentioned that Laughlin had a had a good running game. I know that your your defense uh, in the first half it was a pretty close game. It was like seven it was like seven nothing for a while now, fourteen seven. And it's another of those games that you actually competed in and uh, actually were there for most of the first half. Yeah, I mean we were there. <laughs> Again, if we take away our special teams, we're there probably in the fourth quarter. To be honest with you, I mean our kids played hard. We had two block punts again. Um, and we preached them all week. We cannot have turnovers. We cannot have um, mishaps on special teams. And we had two block punts. We fumbled the ball twice and had interception. Uh, you can't turn the ball over pretty much five times and expect to win a game. Um, but, yeah, in the first half, I mean, we played really well. Then we had that turnover right for half, and they scored. And so they put us down 14, I think it was. Um, but we came out, took a half, and we played hard. I mean, we had that um, – we had a defensive stand there, and then we had a punt, and we muffed a punt, and they got the ball and scored the next play. So, I mean, that's the kind of things that that we can't have, and that's the stuff that, like I told them last night, you can't expect to beat a team like the Cow or beat a team like anyone on our, mm-hmm. on our schedule and have those mistakes. Like, I mean, it's not going to happen. So. so you get past last night's game. Uh, you're looking towards the last game of the season. You're playing an East Noble team that has been very strong in the past. They are not the same team they were in the past, but they're still they're still a tough NE8 team. You know you're going to have to play them. You're, you're going to get through game nine. Uh, what are you focusing on towards your sectional draw, and how did that come out for you? Uh, so we drew Oak Hill um, at home. Um, they're like, I mean, they're 50-50. I mean, they're 50-50 run pass. Um, they're more of our size, I guess you could say. I mean, they have a couple bigger kids, but they don't have the physical um, – our physicality of what some of the other teams in our conference do. I mean, they don't play the teams like we do. Yeah. Um, but they're a well-coached team. Their coach, their coach has been there for 20-something years. He, he has a pretty good record as a coach. Um, they'll be well-prepared. So uh, it'll be a good one. I mean, we're at home, so yep. so that's nice. Um, yeah, it's a winnable game, I think. Um, we play hard and keep – you know, doing what we're supposed to do, we'll be fine. So, well, with our schedule being uh, adjusted for the radio uh, numerous times this season, uh, our our last game this season, uh, regular season is Belmont at uh, Belmont at home against East Noble. That is the game we'll cover. So I'll be on the field to interview you before the game 
back to Bob Worthman Stadium, and then we're back uh, week one of sectional at Bob Worthman Stadium as you take on Oak Hill, as you talked about. So uh, looking forward to see your young team because we saw you early in the season, and then I've watched lots of stats and things come across, and we know that you guys are getting better, and that's one of those things you, you want to see. And uh, you, you watch a team early, and then you watch them later, and it's like, okay, what have you focused on that, that's gotten better? And like I told you, I, I watched some of the line play the other uh, the last game we had for with you guys, and it's like you can see those kids getting better. Uh, yeah, our line for sure has gotten better throughout the year. Um, it's crazy the progression we've seen from our line from week one to now. Um, I mean, we threw the ball 13 times last night, which is – <laughs> unheard of for Belmont, <laughs> but uh, I mean, John had plenty of time back there. That's I mean, good. There was a couple of times he got hurried, but other than that, I mean, I mean, their pass protection good. They're 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 blocking their first level, getting to the second level. Um, they're doing a heck of a job. Like I told you last week, Coach Bergman does a heck of a job with those guys, um, getting them prepared and whatnot. Um, we have a freshman on our line, Dylan Velez. Uh, he's really come a long way from from that week two where he started to now. Um, he played some D tackle last night, and he was making moves on the D line that, you know, I was pretty excited for him. So, uh, yeah, you know, he's he's one of those kids that uh, I see him in church, and I've seen him in church growing up, and he was just a little guy. And he walked in church last week, and I was like, yeah, now I know why he's playing nine. He's grown into a big kid. He's a big kid. Yeah, he's <laughs> a he's a physical kid. You know, he works hard. He comes out to practice every day and works hard. Uh, there's a reason why he's starting for us as a freshman in our, in our conference. I mean, that's pretty hard to do as a freshman in the NEA. He's probably one of the only freshmen, to be honest with you, starting in our conference. So, And, and that's one of those things that uh, as he builds and grows, I mean, you've seen him grow a lot as a man in one season. What does he look like after he started for you for three seasons? I mean, he's going to be a handful uh, his senior year, and that's that's what uh, you want. You you want him to have four buddies that are just like him. Absolutely. Hopefully he um, – Brings his buddies along with him, you know. <laughs> I'm sure his dad's going to make him go to with lifting and stuff like that on the workouts. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see what, what he grows into as a junior, even next year as a sophomore. I mean, he hasn't been in the weight room probably at all. Get him in there lifting, you know, get him in there, you know, doing drills and whatnot for line and getting his buddies in there that, you know, they're also freshmen. I mean, we have a couple of freshmen that could potentially start next year as sophomores. I mean, we could probably have three, four sophomores on our offensive line next year. So we go from young to even younger next year. So, Well, as always, uh, we uh, hope you have a great week of practice. Uh, we will see you at Bob Wortham Stadium next week before you get ready to play at East Noble. And uh, I hope you enjoyed your breakfast here, that uh, half-order biscuits and gravy that you usually uh, seem to slam down every week in a hurry before you get to your interview section. But uh, the coffee's hot, the breakfast is good, and uh, once again, I appreciate you coming in, and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Hey, thanks, Rex. And that's been uh, Coach Nick Hall of Belmont Braves. And we'll be back with Coach Grant Mosier of the Southampton Starfires right after these messages from our fine sponsors. Shouldn't a home comfort system make you completely comfortable? Leakty Brothers is a trusted source for everything you need for home heating and cooling. When you decide to repair or upgrade your home comfort system, Leakty Brothers can advise you on your air conditioning, heating, and indoor air quality needs, from maintenance to repair to installation. Going with Leakty Brothers is a decision you always take comfort in. Hi, this is Ken at Leakty Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 250. One East Water Street in Burn. Forget the busy times and start thinking about leisure times. Adams Woodcrest is about enjoying retirement. With no maintenance waiting at home, you're free to do the things you've dreamed of for years. It's time to start living again. It's easy to call Adams Woodcrest your new home. 
For visits and tours of Adams Woodcrest Retirement Community, 1300 Mercer Avenue in Decatur, please call 260-728-3989. Woodcrest, member Adams Health Network. Exceptional care, close to you. Thank you for making West End Restaurant in Decatur your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items, a Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers, and we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Since 1980, we have been your screen printing professionals. Hi, this is Greg Kitson from Mind's Eye Graphics at 1019 Commerce Drive in Decatur. We take great pride in our screen printing and embroidery accomplishments. If you need from a few to a few hundred garments decorated, we can do it. Schools, organizations, business apparel, and more. Your design or custom design. If you can see it in your mind's eye, we can print it. Welcome back to the Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, sponsored by Leachy Brothers Plumbing and Heating. Adams Moral Hospital, uh, West End Restaurant, um, Mind's Eye Graphics, Adams Woods Crest, and Graber Insurance are our sponsors. And now I'm joined by the uh, very successful, uh, undefeated coach of the uh, South Adams Starfires and uh, Coach Grant Mosier. Last night, uh, one of the highlights here, Trey Shock of South Adams, 65-yard uh touchdown on a punt return and interception for a touchdown return and uh, i must say that on the punt return it he kind of lulled him to sleep it just kind of bounced and he's like people were kind of coming down and it's like eh, i'm just going down this and he picked it up and everybody was there in that first line once he got past the first line there was no one left and he was off to the races well he was he was getting visibly uh frustrated the first two or three punts where he kicked it out of bounds kicked it short and he couldn't pick it up and run which is all he wants all he wants to do is get the ball in his hands and go so I think by the third, or, it was actually the fourth punt of the game, it rolls again. He's like, okay, I'm, I'm over this. And he gets him there. I'm, go, I'm taking it and going. So what's the worst case? You get tackled the first yard after you yeah, pick exactly. it up. No big deal. Well, the worst case, you fumble. Yeah. So I, I remember it's one of those things where you're like, what are you doing? And then, good job. Nice play. <laughs> you shouldn't. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll let it go I, this time. I remember saying on the radio, on the headset even, what's he doing? And Oh, yeah, okay. We'll, we'll take that, I guess. 60-yard return. <laughs> he is a special player. Um, the comparison we used last night a little bit even was uh, – now, obviously not this, but, but almost like Tyreek Hill where you can use him in so many different ways where you can return a punt for a touchdown, get a pick six for a touchdown. We had, he had an unbelievable catch on the sideline yep. where James threw it over his head and went up and got it and dragged his dragged his feet uh, to stay in bounds. So he's a special kid. Um, he's getting more – it's hard to keep him off the field. We have such good receivers, but he, he demands playing time just with how, how good he is and how talented he is. Um, he's, he's a cornerback, so he played some corner for us last night. He's our fifth receiver, but I mean, he's got two, three. He's got two games in his career. Where he scored three touchdowns at receiver, so he's a kid that it's hard not to get him on the field. And that's one of those things. Uh, you, you played a you played a Woodland team that uh, um, their line was pretty close to Sam size use, but their special guys, their their key players, just very diminutive, very small. And I, I don't want to take anything away, but uh, uh, their David Rogers Potter, their little running back. That little guy was hard to find, wasn't he? He was, and he's actually—I think he was actually <clears throat> their third, their second or third string running back. Um, they're starting running back towards MCL in week two, and he's a good running back. So this kid, I was very impressed with him, especially especially when we put our JV, and he really was successful with his cutback. And I wonder—I mean, I don't know how many yards he ended up with, but he was probably their best player last night as well, far as moving the ball for him. Any rushing yards they had. 
Yeah. He had. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he, he he was uh, talented. He returned kickoffs for him, too, and I think played some defense. Um, but just proud of our kids last night, obviously, uh, winning a back-to-back conference championship, something these guys wanted to do this year and, and came out, and they, they did it from the first step. I'm all the way back in week three versus Bluffton, took care of business, and, and won all, all the conference games in front of them now handily. Well, that's one of those uh, games last night that uh, your defense definitely stepped up. Uh, they didn't allow hardly any passing yards. Their their rushing was uh, contained, uh, just a little bit outside running. And every once in a while, he uh, would break something up in the middle and uh, get some yards. I mean, they they didn't overpower you on the, on the run. Uh, it was a game that you really controlled. Um, but as far as offensively, you only had the ball a few minutes because you you get the ball and you'd score yeah. and then you turn it back over to them. So. Uh, uh, Scored early, scored often. Um, your first series didn't start off the way you wanted it to. <laughs> Two incomplete passes to Nick Miller. You pulled him off. It's like, Nick, somebody's going to catch this. Incomplete pass the other way. And it's like, well, three and out on three incomplete passes. This was a really bad series. The fake punt. Stubborn, you run. A little stubborn there, wasn't it? <laughs> the fake punt. You go for like 45, 50 yards for a first down. And then it it's a horrible like, call. Uh, it's like, okay, okay. Let's just forget about the first yeah, three yeah. plays from scrimmage. Okay, and then you get to business. You're down in the other end of the field. And, and then you started playing like South Island football. Yeah. But those first three plays, it's like we didn't have a long bus ride. You don't have to shake yeah, off a exactly. bus ride. What is it? I mean, it, the ball hits you right in the hands, bud. you got to catch that one. Well, so we, so mm-hmm. after last week, we said we got to find a way to get Miller the ball more. So we talked all week. Our first play is going to be, be bubbled into Miller, get him out in space, let him go. He breaks tackles. So funny story. My wife texted me at six thirty after watching warmups. I didn't see. The, I didn't look at it and said, "You better change your first play because Nick's dropping balls in, in pregame." Because <laughs> I would tell. I was that's what the first play is going to be. So then I go in at halftime, look at my phone, and she said, "Called it." Because <laughs> yeah, maybe you should have a headset on too, there, honey. But yeah. So Miller drops the first one, and I said, "Okay, get, give it to him." He drops the second one. Obviously, an incredible player, all time. He's an all time leader in career receiving. Then we get on the third one and overthrow Stutzman, and I'm just sitting there, stubborn coach. We're gonna go. We're gonna fake this punt. Didn't tell. Didn't tell my staff or anything. <laughs> didn't tell. Didn't tell Coach Steiner. And we just fake it. And luckily, Aiden is a playmaker and gets first down. And then we start rolling. Our offense has only played now. Fifty. Our one's offense played 15 plays against Jay County and 29 plays last night. Um, so again, we're, we're just scoring so fast. And our, our Somerset was incredible last night. He had four rushing touchdowns. Uh, averaged about 10 yards to carry again. Offensive line blocked well, gave James time. James played well. Um, our receivers did well in space. Just had a touchdown. Big start of touchdown. Shock we already talked about. Um, Miller had a nice screen catch. Um, and, and Juan had a nice catch down down the field too. So, uh, But the offense gets a lot of credit. But our defense, again, is kind of the unsung hero. Week in and week out, our defense plays so well. Um, and that was kind of the worry we had this year was our defense, how they're going to react to <clears throat> losing some of our linebackers from last year. But but Platner and Dom Khan and, and Somerset have been incredible for us uh, against the run and the pass. Our DBs, like I said last night pregame, are, we're excited to face a team that's going to spread out and throw the ball a little bit. I know we had a few interceptions. Shock had a pick. Uh, Alex Gordon had a pick early. Um, we did a good job getting pressure on the quarterback. So I was just really happy with all around effort last night. And I know that uh, they did not have the uh, dominant force on the defensive line to really put pressure on James. And uh, if you let James Arnold step back in the pocket, I mean, he'll pick you apart. And that's basically what I did last night. I think he got chased out of pocket once, maybe twice last night. Made some nice throws on the run. But uh, for the most part, your offensive line just had a pretty easy night just kind of sitting back in pocket pass for, uh, protection. Yeah, it's starting to <clears throat> kind of the knock I'm, I'm almost hearing sometimes is well, – they, they take too many shots deep. 
And I said, well, the, the point of the game is to score. <laughs> and if, if you're going to get – and with, with weapons we have, with, with Stutzman and Juan and their ability to get behind defenses, why not take those shots if the, if the, if the goal is to score? It's not, the goal is not to score in nine plays. It's to score when you can score. <laughs> so they said, well, can they put a drive together? Right now it doesn't matter. When, when we're taking those shots, we're going to take them. A 65-yard uh, touchdown yes. pass is a drive. Yes, exactly. And I know people, well, they, they, can't, they can't put a drive. <laughs> we can. But when, we, when people give us nine routes, we're going to take them. Um, James has gotten really good. We need to check down when he needs to. Obviously, our run game, I think, the best it's been in probably five or six years. Um, the way Somerset's running the ball right now and the way our offensive line is blocking for him. Um, <clears throat> so we're just putting things together right now. Now we got to look at week nine. It, we have some emails out, but the closer we're getting here, the more and more I'm starting to maybe pull back a little bit. Maybe we don't want to play week nine. So I don't know. It just depends on what kind of emails we get back this weekend. But we're not going to force anything. Yeah, we we talked about that off the air. We talked about it last week. I mean, and I just talked with Coach Michael Mosier about it. Is having a week off on week nine a bad thing? I don't know. Sure. What, what the situation, I mean, you've got a couple of line, linemen who are kind of banged up a little bit that uh, may or may not get, get back in. And, you know, he's got Curry with a high ankle sprain, and it's like he wasn't going to play last night anyway. So that's an extra week of rest for him. Do you, do you worry about week nine? I mean, you guys are ranked – number two in the state right yeah. now and does, does that mean anything i don't know no it, but, does, it doesn't <laughs> but but okay if you look at schedules and and who you who played who well who you're supposed to play is just out the window because yeah. these teams have have changed schedules so many times uh your record you mean some of these kids some of these teams only have like five games out of eight so it's like what do you think the record's going to be like and does it really matter do you do you rest your kids do you get smart about your sectional play um it, it's a toss, and everybody's going to make that call differently. Yeah, the, the reason that I was adamant kind of early about playing, the, the, the argument for playing for us right now is that our offense and our defense, our ones, I'm not sure they played a full game in the last two weeks combined. So if, if we're not getting our, – our ones have played into the third quarter twice this year. Um, so if we, can fi- if we could find a game where it's a team that could push us maybe a little bit, it might be a good thing. Then you look at the other side of it, well, what if you get somebody injured uh, with COVID? What if, what if they have – contact tracing, things like that, but our kids want to play. They do. Um, I, I'm a, well, I was with the seniors during this during the sectional draw that came out on Thursday and just kind of asked them, and the majority definitely wanted to play. said, hey, we, we play football because we want to play football. So any chance we get, uh, let us play. So, again, we have some emails out right now, but, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, not, not a whole lot of teams want to play us right now either. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we emailed a team in, in Indy, and they're a good team, and they said we're not going to play you before sectional. It was not, not going to do us any good. <laughs> so I don't know. So we'll see what happens here. Um, a week off not a bad thing by any means. to give our kids some rest and things like that. But our kids do want to play. They're hungry. James and some of those guys get mad at me every every week because I tell them they're done at halftime. And yeah. I only threw the ball seven times. I know. I'm sorry, but that's – Well, there were six of them were touchdowns. Yeah, we're up, we're up 48, <laughs> we're up 48-0. I took Christian and, and James and Miller out all, all, at halftime, and they're up, kind of upset. And I'm saying, it's 48-0, guys. You, you're, yeah. done, you're done playing. Yeah. Don't score so fast. I guess you want to stay longer. But, no, it's it's uh, it's fun. These guys are so fun to coach. They are. This senior class is so special. And I'm not just talking about how, how talented they are, but they're just fun to be around. Practice is fun with those guys. They have great personalities, uh, good families, good parents. Um, I, again, I get so many, I got a ton of texts last night and messages about congrats, and I, I'm not dumb. I know I'm in the right place at the right time just because I'm surrounded by players who are really, really talented. We have a 7,000-yard passer. We have a 2,000-yard rusher. We have three guys who have 1,500 yards receiving in their careers. 
Uh, we have a very talented group, and we have, like I said, good, good they're from good families. I have coaches who are smarter than me <laughs> around me, which make, make me look a lot better than I am with McCain and Lehman on offense and Hemo and Steiner and T-Money and some of those guys on defense. Uh, I have a supportive wife, obviously, who who's a way smarter than me. So, I mean, <laughs> yeah, she called I, it. Yes, she does. She called it. I'm, I'm not – I'm not dumb enough to admit that I'm just lucky enough right now to be in the right place at the right time, around, surrounded by great people. And, I've, and I have great mentors, too, who I can go to about. Jesse O'Dell has been great for me. I go to him. He's a soft, very successful softball coach at South Adams. With, in the last six years, I've been able to go to him just with different uh, culture things and ideas and bounce things off him has been great for me. Well, coaching football is one thing, but coaching in general is pretty across the board. And, and you've learned in your six years that it's like – you can't coach every kid the same. Yeah. Everybody has to be coached a little bit different. I mean, coaching sports is for at this level. It's it's just a, a very big hobby for you. You you are passionate about it, but uh, it's it's not your life. But it's something that you really want to put effort into. And like I said, there are people out there to mentor. I mean, I saw you mentoring Nick Hall just a few minutes ago, talking about things to do and looking for this and that. And and that's the kind of thing that young coaches like yourself and Nick. Uh, learn from from guys that have been around for 25 years yeah it's cool it's it's really special nick nick probably walked out and said what an idiot <laughs> but <laughs> no but it, it's i i had a lot of people that still do obviously that that have poured into me and invested in me um and that's kind of the reason i wanted to come back and coach was because I, I lost my father in third grade and, I, and I, in high school i was trying to find that that male role model uh someone that i could that would invest in me and i could look up to and i found plenty of those guys and i want to be able to give back that same way uh, one of my favorite things we do last night, for, we have character building every Friday night before the game, and I had the seniors write down. Um, and it, and it's, it's it's hard for them to be – it's hard for an 18-year-old kid to be vulnerable, but I had them write down. Uh, we talk about legacy. So the legacy you want to be – you want to leave as a Starfire football player, the legacy you want to leave as a son. Um, and then the future you're looking ahead, the legacy you want to leave as, as a husband and a father. So it's really hard, and I make them read them to the team. Um, so it's really hard for for an 18-year-old kid. You see they, they get up there and they're shaking a little bit because it's hard for them to – be vulnerable with their teammates, but I think it's really important to look back. We talk about character all the time, building character to to uh, kind of think about what kind of son am I? Am I, am I a son that my, my parents can be proud of? What kind of uh, uh, what kind of football player do you want to be remembered as? A guy who who's a great teammate who works hard and and, and never left it on the field or kid that took plays off. So I think it's good to look at that stuff. And it's, it's, again, I'm just right now we have we're blessed with with really really special kids. Who are fun to be around? They're really athletic and, and they're and they're great kids. Well, and you know, kids at this age, they don't want to grow up. When we ask them to do something, I don't want, I don't want to grow up. <laughs> what are you going to do when you grow up, Grant? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. I'm not there yet, but <laughs> I, mean, I I still think I'm 25 years old, but I'm not. But uh, it's one of those things that kids don't want to grow up. But if you task them uh, to to look into the future, I mean, their high school football career is going to come to an end, exactly, and they're going to move on. And I can tell you, with kids of mine that have been in sports that are older now and they're in their lives, high school doesn't matter to them anymore. So enjoy what you got right now because your ideas and values are going to change when you leave high school. And, you know, you know how many letter jackets I have hanging in my closets at home? Yeah, my yeah, kids left exactly. there. You know, a letter jacket after you graduate high school is just a dust collector in yep. mom's closet. But, uh, it, I mean, some people like to, to rest on those laurels. But um, these kids are going to grow up. And, like I said, they're going to be um, people in the community and they're going to be I mean, I, you guys had your senior night last night, and a lot of those kids just said, I'm going to enter the workforce. And yep. that's, that's reality. I Absolutely. mean, you've got to get a job, and you're going to raise a family, and you're going to support people. And, and then you're going to either stay in your community and support uh, the community and the community in the high school and come back and be an assistant football coach for it if they choose to do that. Or they're just going to be a good supporter, and they're going to have a business, and they're going to support 
radio by playing commercials so that uh, we can talk here on Saturday's morning. But that's the progression of life that uh, these kids are going to get to. Yeah, that's very well said. We we, we have uh, some seniors last night as we were talking about as coaching staff after the game who I would never have expected to get through four years of, of South Adams football, much less four years of high school when we look back at them as freshmen. But this, the development they've come and had, we have uh, – Awesome. We have incredible teaching staff at South Adams as well and people that have poured into some of these kids. Um, it's cool to see that they, the last four years, some of these kids, the way they've developed uh, mentally and academically and everything else. But I, I'm, I'm confident this group we have right now are going to be very successful uh, way, way past football. And, again, high school football is fun. It's, it's a great memory and a blast, but there's a lot more important things than high school football. And, and the nice thing right now, looking at the senior class last night, is they're going to be successful in life. And I know that uh, Adams County is a pretty easy place to grow up in. I mean, there are these challenges, there are there's temptations. But I, from refereeing wrestling, uh, going all over the state, and I used to talk to coaches up in the East Chicago area, and he was he would tell me over and again, you know, if he's trying to mentor a kid, it and he has to talk to another teacher about a grade or something. He said, "You don't understand. If this kid does not have wrestling or football, he will be in a gang, or he'll be in jail, or he'll be killed." in the next year. Yeah. And that's something that we have the luxury in Adams County that we don't worry about some of those things. You know, kids can get involved in things they shouldn't be getting involved in, but it is a lot easier to grow up in Adams County, Indiana, than it is in Chicago. Oh, you're absolutely right. Now, you say that but at the same time, though, we have kids who, if they're not playing football, they're getting in trouble. Yeah. 100%. But they're, they're, not, they're not in gangs necessarily, maybe a moped gang or something. <laughs> but, but definitely, we have kids who, who they're, out, they're out late and, and up to no good if they're not playing football. It keeps them out of trouble. Um, you said that absolutely right. So it's, a, it's an outlet for these kids. Um, gives them a chance to go out and hit somebody and get some frustrations out, um, some of that stuff. But it, it is, again, we just uh, – I keep going back last night to this, the senior class that we have and how special these 16 kids are. Um, walking well, – they walked out last night and, and give them all a hug and shaking their, all, their, all their father's hands and hugging their moms. And it's just a, a special group we have right here all the way through. Well, I know that uh, we we don't talk a lot about football when your session comes around because your football game was over early in the first quarter last night. So, I mean, we can talk about the the great plays and stuff they made. I think you just playing outman that team you played last yeah. night. Um, if you don't have a game next week, I mean, that could be a little bit of a lull, but it's still not a bad thing. And, and then you look at your first-round sectional game, um, probably not the biggest, biggest strongest uh, opponent you're going to have, but uh, you still prepare for them. And then you kind of look to the next game, and uh, you know you're on the same side as Monroe Central that you played already this season <clears> and, and did not dominate in the first half. But uh, it's one of those things that looking forward, okay, these last couple of games have not really been games. They haven't been ta- we haven't been challenged, but, okay, I've got to focus – on week one of sectional, if I don't play on week nine, yeah. If, and if we do, if we do get a week nine, that'd be the reason for that. So we can see another game where our kids can maybe be tested a little more. But I was over there actually watching Union City on my phone uh, while Nick was interviewing there. So I'm already got some Union City film watching that. They're a 500 team, so it's something we have to be aware of because at this point, I mean, everyone knows it's, it's winner go home. You have one slip up and you're done. And this this great class that we have is done. Um, Monroe Central, we have more film on them too. There, obviously, we, we beat them, but but they they pushed us hard. They're so well coached. The first quarter was back yeah, and forth. It's, I mean, it's it been that game. way every. It's been we've played them now four or five times the last three years, and we've always beaten them. But they they pushed us every single game. They are a good team. They have they're young. They have good running uh, two big good running backs, a great quarterback. But again, the focus right now is going to be especially when we play this week is going to be all Union City, uh, making sure we don't slip up in, in in round one. We get to play at home, which is nice. We. Uh, I think we've only lost one. We've lost one game at home in the last maybe four years, um, so we play really well at Starfire Field. 
Uh, so we'll you play sh- better if it's turf. Yes, again, anyone listening who has money, <laughs> just thought I'd throw that I, out I, there. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, <laughs> anyone owning a business wants to throw some turf out there. I, I tell you, us. you have a beautiful press box now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I love your new press box, and and I got to give a shout out. Your main man, Lock Tang. LT. He had. He run, He actually runs the program. Yeah. Everyone knows knows that. Yeah, you call him your general manager of operations, but uh, he had some slam and cheese last night in the, <laughs> in, a, in a box. Hot slam and cheese sandwiches. The first food we've had at at South Adams since COVID hit. There we go. It's damn COVID. It cost me all my free kind of, uh, press box food. <laughs> but uh, thanks to Lock Tang, who takes care of us, and he, like I said, he's one of those guys that uh, uh, he's on your staff and just really. Holds the whole team together. He, so last week at Jay County, I, I get back on the bus and come back. And I'm like, oh, I left my backpack on the sideline. And I get inside and Lux like, here it is, coach. And just <laughs> picks it up. He's just he, – he's awesome. Man. He's, he's like a second wife for you. Exactly, have. exactly. Everyone takes takes care of me. But, no, he's he's so great to have around. He, he runs our entire fundraiser for us. Um, he does he does all the small things that no one sees. He does all our headsets, uh, fixes equipment, um, comes to practice, spots the ball for us, things like that. Um, not necessarily always the most knowledgeable in football, but he, he doesn't care. He comes and does everything he can. The kids, he, he, kids he makes up him. for it now, Absolutely, my word, yes. He's awesome. <laughs> I, I, don't, I honestly don't know if we could do this without him. And then we have guys like Toby Sprunger, who, who's a volunteer, does all the film sessions, everything with Huddle. I'm getting kids on Huddle while the film exchange, everything else, and that saves me I don't know how much time and headaches. He's on the phone with Huddle and Apple all the time with the iPads on the on the subtle, on the highlight. Wow. Huddle sideline and things like that. So we have a lot of guys uh, kind of behind the scenes who who make this this uh, thing work. And right now uh, it's working well. So we've got to keep enjoying it. Well, like I said, uh, right now you're currently ranked number two in the state. Does it mean anything? I don't know. You have a very good football team. You haven't had anybody really test you this season. Uh, there's a couple teams down the road, but it's going to be uh, well into the playoffs before you're you're tested again. Uh, soundly and uh, like I said I, I hope everybody stays healthy uh, if you do not play in a game next week everybody just gets a little bit better and it heals a little bit more and then you can look forward to that next sectional game yeah and we'll, and we'll see what happens with that it's not something that we'd want to probably schedule a game Wednesday or Thursday if we do it's probably going to be in the next 24 hours yeah if we decide that so we can start breaking it down and be preparing our kids mentally prepared for that um, we're playing. We're playing JV on Monday at Bluffton for the second time, just because they lost Adam Central and Woodland doesn't have a JV team. So luckily, Kunkel was willing to let us go play them again to get our JV kids in a game, even though the JV kids played half a game last night. But uh, we'll play. We'll play there tomorrow, and then we'll see how this week goes. But again, we just got to keep getting better. We can't have. We we cannot be lulled to sleep or get complacent by any means or, or we're going to get bounced in, in round one or two of the playoffs. Well, we know that your your buddy, uh, Coach Kunkel over in Bluffton, is listening and uh, his quarterback makes the uh, newspaper this morning, Hayden Nerna Bluffton, 405 yards passing, six touchdowns. Yeah, against Prairie Heights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was a, oh, <laughs> a little jab, you, at, a little jab you, at him there. You are going to get a text. You know you will on no, the way home. No, so your, your hot breakfast to go is waiting for you over there. We do appreciate you coming in and uh, uh, we enjoy talking each week, and uh, I actually talked to your wife in the stands last night. And said, you know, I really enjoy talking to him, and she's like, I yeah. don't, I don't at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so with that, uh, we're going to let you get out of here, and we're going to take one more commercial break and send it back to the studio, and we'll be back with uh, our final wrap-up of this se- this week's session right after this. Want to make your home a more comfortable place, but don't think you can afford a top brand heating and cooling system? Well, Carrier has the right solutions for every budget. When you turn to Leakty Brothers, your Carrier expert, they'll show you the full lineup of best-in-class home comfort systems and help you pick the one that best fits into your home budget. Because in this economy, 
who couldn't use a little more comfort. Hi, this is Kent at Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating with a very simple philosophy. Show up on time, do what you say you'll do, and if there's a problem, fix it. Leakty Brothers, 251 East Water Street in Burn. Here's some straight talk about insurance from auto owners. You may think eliminating the middleman will save you money. When it comes to insurance, you eliminate a lot more. Like the personal service that comes from dealing with a local agent. Someone who lives in your community, who knows you and your insurance needs, and will be there for you when you need them. For the best rates and coverage, call your local independent auto owner's agent. See Mark, Toby, or me, Barb, at Graber Insurance, Highway 27 North and Burn and North 13th Street in Decatur. It's a new patient center appointment scheduling service from Adams Medical Group Providers with one convenient toll-free call to 1-833-724-DOCS. You can make same-day, next-day, or telemedicine appointments with your doctor or available health professional. One number reaches all the health providers in the Adams Health Network. One convenient central number for appointments and quick care. 1-833-724-DOCS. Another groundbreaking service from Adams Memorial Hospital. Thank you for making West End Restaurant Indicator your dining destination for many of your favorite dishes. And now we're offering many new items. Hi, this is Jared inviting you to enjoy our newest menu items. A Philly steak sandwich, a Reuben sandwich, salmon on a cedar plank, stuffed grilled shrimp, West End grilled cod sandwich, baked sweet potato, breaded pickles, jalapeno poppers. And we still have our old favorite. So stop in and see us at the West End Restaurant. Welcome back to the... Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating, Adams County High School Football Coaches Show, hosted by Adams Memorial Hospital with the breakfast served here at West End Restaurant. We like to thank the uh, ladies that take care of us here at West End every morning and on Saturday and get our breakfast ready. And a lot of these coaches uh, have things to do, and they uh, pack them up to go bag, and they take them back and eat it at the office as they're watching film for next week. Uh, Mind's Eye Graphics, another one of our sponsors, Adams Woodcrest and Graber Insurance. Last night in our local games uh, for the conferences that we covered, DeKalb 40, Belmont 13, East Noble 24, New Haven 13, Leo 21, Columbia City 7, Norwell 30, Huntington North 14, Bluffton 64 to 13 over Prairie Heights, and South Adams in our game of the week defeated Woodland 61 to 6. I'd like to thank all of our coaches for coming in this morning. I'd like to thank the fans for tuning in, listening to. Uh, Leaky Brothers Plumbing and Heating, Adams County High School Football Coaches Show. I'd like to thank Steve Gagel for running board for me, as he does wonderfully on every Saturday morning. And I'd like to thank uh, Steve Rouse, who runs the board for us on Friday nights. Uh, so so tune in next Saturday morning, as we will have the uh, wrap-up for Week 9 of this high school football season, the crazy season that it is. And uh, we'll look forward to sectional the following week after that. So this has been Rex Brewer signing off. Talk to you next week.